Uh, I do want to get an update on the situation in Ukraine. We haven't talked about it for a while. And uh, as you know, it continues. Russia has actually made some gains, uh, it seems, in recent weeks, especially in the in the far east part of Ukraine. Um, but there was a lot of saber rattling last week with Vladimir Putin um, holding a... I guess not a, not a news conference, it was an address to Parliament and um, more rhetoric saying that um, Russia had barely gotten started in Ukraine, hadn't done anything yet, really. Uh, then he went on to dare the West to try and stop him. So is he just putting on a brave face or does he actually believe what he's saying? Where does this stand? We're going to chat now uh, with Dr. Christian Luprecht, who's a professor in uh, political studies at both the Royal Military College of Canada and Queens, a fellow at Macdonald Laurier Institute, an expert on security, defense, political demography, and comparative federalism and multi-level governance. Dr. Luprecht, thanks for joining us. It's always a pleasure to chat. Good morning, Shay. Um, so I'm sure you were listening last week when Vladimir Putin gave his latest statement. Um, he says the prospect for any negotiated peace grows dimmer by the day. Um, his quote actually was, today we hear that they want to defeat us on the battlefield. What can you say? Let them try. Uh, how do you view these statements from, from Putin? Is it just rhetoric? Is it just saber rattling? Or is he serious? Well, this is like Chicago rules, right? So Putin behaves like the mob. He basically tries to shake you down, and he, he tries to sort of impress you uh, with, uh, with with sort of intimidation and uh, and coercion. And so, I think one of the things we learned, obviously, very early on in this conflict, is that don't believe everything you hear coming out of the Russians, because authoritarian regimes are very good at spinning uh, spinning the narrative. And you know, Russia has proved itself much less capable, yeah. much weaker state much less competent, you might say even incompetent, on the, on the military side uh, than uh, the narrative sort of would have, uh, would have led on. And so you can interpret this as Putin sort of trying to put the West on notice in terms of uh, his continued ability to escalate horizontally and vertically, or you can interpret this as sort of a sign of weakness that he's basically trying to shake you down. The key, I think, for the West is when somebody tries to deal with you like that, I think the problem that we've had in the West is we're still trying to treat him like this rational sort of actor who can be reasoned with. And my argument has long been we actually need to retaliate by using the same sort of Chicago rules that he's deploying against us. And that means not just trying to weaken him in this conflict, but actually showing resolve that we are actually prepared to defeat the Russians and to return Ukraine to the status quo ante. So I think we need to ratchet up the rhetoric in the same way that he does in order to be able to uh, to contain him uh, with his posturing. Just rhetoric, doctor, or do we need to do more than what we are doing? He's calling it a proxy war. He's saying it's not Russia versus Ukraine. It's Russia versus the West anyway. So uh, if, if he's viewing it that way, do you mean anything beyond rhetoric or just ramping up our rhetoric? Well, so we got to be careful in the way we deal with Putin so that we don't feed into uh, his uh, attempt to try to rally the domestic Russian population by turning this into a broader conflict yeah. between Russia and the West, Russia and NATO versus the United States and so forth. But look, I mean, empirically, if you look at this, uh, just what's coming out of the most recent NATO summit, you know, 500 artillery systems, 600 tanks, hundreds of thousands of rounds of ammunition. Um, the, uh, so, so, so clearly there's significant support here. I think the problem that we've had in the West, we haven't agreed on what is the purpose of that, of, of, of that support. Is the purpose simply to deter and to contain Russia, or is the purpose 
to actually allow the Ukrainians to defeat Russia on the battlefield. And that's where ultimately I think we need to get on the same page among allies and partners, uh, because otherwise Putin will continue to use this type of rhetoric to try to shake us down. Um, ultimately, rhetoric aside, uh, the conflict is is raging on. Where does it stand? I've seen some reports where Russia made a number of gains in the east, but I've also seen reports where they're, you know, they're down to some really ancient tanks and things. Where does the conflict stand in real terms? Yeah, look, I, I mean, we're on plan C here for the Russians, right? So the initial plan was to uh, to, to overturn the regime in Kiev. Uh, that plan failed. The next plan was to take the major cities, uh, Kharkiv, Odessa. Um, and we know that with the, with the exception of, uh, of Mariupol um, and some smaller cities in the south, that plan failed. So now plan C is for Putin to try to deliver on his original 2014 objective to at least try to take the Donbass. And the reason why he's, trying, he's, he's quite happy to uh, use the scorched earth policy, because my belief has long been is that this is not about actually the population of the Donbass. It is primarily about oil and gas and other natural resource assets in that particular region, because as we've seen, Putin has been very strategic about controlling oil and gas assets, by the way, of course, in the context of Alberta, by amplifying misinformation about the oil and gas industry in Canada, among other things, mm-hmm. uh, to make sure that he continues to have a lock uh, have a lock on that. So what we'll see is sort of this slow-rolling, incremental uh, conflict with the Russians trying to make a little bit of ground here and there, a few kilometers here, a few kilometers there, but they will have much greater difficulty uh, now in the Donetsk region than they would have in the Luhansk region, because because of geography and because of the way the Ukrainians are dug in, and because the Russians are getting uh, ever more exhausted in terms of their people and their equipment. And their equipment, exactly, yeah. Uh, Dr. Luprek, thank you so much for your time. Always a pleasure.